0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Stephanie with Discontinued. Now, what I am currently traveling, so I am at a friend's house. So my background is a little bit different situation, but it's all right. But uh, you know, I, I did not want to reschedule this interview today because I had met this young lady on on Jam Cruise, right? And mm-hmm. what's really cool about this uh, this particular um, it's basically it's music on 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 the water, and it's really really incredible, and it's a great energy, and everyone's so amazing, and you know kind of linking up with her on Facebook. And it's really, really amazing. So Sharla Harvey, you can kind of just give everybody a little introduction of who you are, what you do, and kind of how you got into, um, you know, starting your own practice. Because this is, I mean, that is, that is so awesome. I, I mean, congratulations. It's, super super cool thank
1: you um yeah that's a good question I know like I've <laughs> basically known my whole life that I wanted to be a therapist um yeah uh, I won't say too much about that but... yeah 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 Fair, fair. Um, <laughs> but I yeah, what, what type of therapy do you focus on is there a particular focus that you you work with yeah my background is transpersonal therapy so like it's so such a big power that they maybe like forgot um and so we always make sure like how do I say this um when somebody's going through something and they're like, I hate this part about me, every part of mm-hmm. us is useful and important and has developed for a reason. Um, that being said, the reason might not be working anymore. So like it's learning to accept it, befriend that part. And mm-hmm. only when we accept things will they actually change it to something else. Um so we Very don't think wrong with anyone. It's just like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. No, I, I really do because it's and it's something that a lot of us, you know, especially myself, is is you know, not looking at something as, and I don't want to say victim, but not looking at something that happened to me. I, I always say this happened in my life, or this experience happened in my life. And I and I try to you know change the words because how we how we speak with to ourselves is is pretty powerful. And yeah. you know, saying that, you know, I hate that this happened, you know, to me is 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 putting an emphasis on 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 a certain thing that we maybe don't want to highlight. say, okay, this experience happened in my life. What is it that I can learn from it? And it's not an easy thing. It's not like, oh, this is how I speak to myself, so this is automatically going to be, you know, a different way of how you know things are are brought to me, or how I'm going to react differently to things. It is a huge, huge, and I don't want to scare people at all, but it it is a big undertaking. But I think it's a, it's it's it should be a big undertaking because it's how we how we um you know deal and highlight things um the rest of our lives and how we want to move forward with with our lives. You know, yeah, yeah, that's true. I love for that. sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you're right. It's easier said than done. Right. Come it right. definitely
0: is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my question to you would be, so, so I have heard uh, a couple of people tell me, you know, oh, I stopped going to my therapist because uh, whatever they were doing with quote unquote, and I'm doing big air quotes, not working. Um, you know, I, I, I have this, maybe it's me. I don't know if, if you've kind of noticed this, but I think there's a misconception out there with therapy that they, they, they are fixers that, Oh, I'm going to go to this, this person. And in six weeks, I'm going to be right as right to help somebody kind of understand. All right, this is like healing is a process. Like this whole thing is a, it's a process. And every time you go, it could be a different situation that you might be dealing
1: with. Yeah. That is the biggest question. And also, <laughs> also important. Um, I do think there's this huge misunderstanding that therapists are supposed to, fix everything, um, and do it for you and do the work for you. And it's just going to get better. And sometimes what does getting better even mean? I just want to make it even more esoteric, but, um, (laughs) but yeah. And also on the other side, sometimes I feel that way of, oh, I need to fix this for them. Um, but that's actually a problem. That's not even just in therapy. It's like in our whole culture, you know, Mm -hmm. um, if I feel like I want to fix it for somebody else, fix somebody's pain, it kind of bypasses the actual experience. You know, a lot of toxic positivity is like, well, you know, that sucks, but at least you have all these other things. And so then this person now feels that they don't have the, like, it's not okay for them to feel sad because they have all these other things going for them as well. Ah, yeah. Um, So that's what I mean on like the bigger sense. And for therapists, it's actually, our job is to sit with people in whatever experience they're in, which also means that we have to be able to feel that, like feel painful emotions. Most people don't go to therapy because they're like real happy. Um. Oh, of
0: course. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It's usually when the, when the going got too hot, you know, that's, that's when we don't go when we're, we're, when we're feeling good because we don't need it, if you will, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess our job is basically to sit with somebody um, to help reflect them, their sense of self back to them. Is this working for you? Like, for example, help them find themselves, befriend themselves, hopefully, um, but especially know themselves and know what's going on. Yeah. And Of course it looks different for everybody. Um, even all my clients, like a lot of times we talk about very different things, but a lot of times, sometimes in the same week, everyone's going through the same thing too, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. For sure. One, another big part of therapy, I think, is forgiveness for self, mostly. Like, rather than forgiving another person, it's like, oh, I really messed up. Now I'm this terrible person. There's so much shame around something that they did or who they are as a whole. And to be able to sit with, like, rather than, no, you're a great person. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Which I can fall into sometimes but <laughs> for the most part it's I think me- we all
0: can yeah, yeah I think we all can you know we have uh the 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 quote you know the the internal struggle sometimes yeah. of like you know because we don't feel for whatever reason not great about a certain situation or about something or someone or what have you or how we responded sometimes you know we'll respond you know I know that this is also my, my, my healing is how I respond sometimes with a certain family member in my, in my, in my family. Cause yeah. it's just like, it, it's, it's an annoyance. It is, it's sometimes rude, you know, stuff, stuff like that. But then I am like, I kind of, I'm learning slowly to kind of like, okay, sit back and you don't know really what, even though they're the family member and you've known them for your whole life, you don't know what they're going through and what they're feeling, you know, if they're feeling depression or anxiety or whatever it is, because of how they grew up. You know what I mean? So I think for us to kind of be maybe a little more open to kind of not putting a a perception or a stigma or something on whoever it is that we're talking to, to be able to respond a little bit better.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. And family is like one of the bigger, more charged relationships, right? Um, And I'm from a huge family like oh yeah interesting because we all well so with my parents getting remarried and everything I have nine siblings total that wow. includes them, Jeff, and half. Um, but yeah and oh then, my gosh yeah that's so awesome two, that is us. definitely a big big family <laughs> yeah but if I talk to them you know they have very different upbringings than me even though we have the same parents more or less or like the same few parents um, yeah
0: Yeah. And I think even siblings from same marriages and stuff like that, or same families and stuff, you know, they grow up differently and they have, you know, I remember, um, one of the things that I was, uh, uh, working on with, with, uh, with my I do Reiki so with my Reiki master i was like it was it was a feeling of abandonment and I was like I go why is this keep on coming up coming up coming up and I had told my sister about it she's like well I don't remember that she's like I didn't feel that I'm like yeah I get it you you didn't feel that I go but I did you know so I I get it yeah you know, family is uh it's an interesting dynamic and 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 everybody's dynamic is always going to be interesting for sure yeah mm-hmm so so ha- so when did you start your uh practice is it, is it open already or, and and what's
1: yeah yeah <laughs> um so I'm very new right I just graduated in May um congrats and I- Yay! thank you <laughs> um <laughs> I opened my practice like right after that. Mm-hmm. And so I still have it, but I also work at a group practice, which is all online therapy, but it's under a supervisor. Okay. So I have a lot of clients that way. And then my own, um, but the one that's actually mine is that I'm just like doing it on my own, I guess. I love I it.
0: Supervisor, of
1: course. But, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No,
1: that's awesome.
0: So how do you, as, as, as a therapist, I've always wanted to ask this too, like, how do you like kind of absorbing everybody's you know stuff and kind of dealing with everybody's stuff like how do you um kind of maybe shield yourself from certain emotions or, or things that maybe might kind of shed a light on something that you maybe experienced and stuff like that Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I will say that since I was really young not really young, but like in my teens I've been working in high crisis jobs. Um, So I've been working with teenage girls that have been trafficked and um, at homeless shelters, youth homeless shelters. And like a lot of, I didn't have a master's then. So I was more like a mentor. Um, But I learned a lot of tools there, like to be able to not take stuff on, not take stuff home. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes therapy tools help, like if it's really heavy, because of course, I still think about my clients even when I'm not seeing them. Of course. Yeah. But I do feel like it's easier for me to not take it on as much, um, take on like their pain. And then that being said, I'm like, I need to learn more about this when I go home so I can, you know, help them or at least have more understanding of something specific that they're going through that I don't have a lot of experience in. And I always tell people that too.
0: For Um,
1: sure. But yeah, I guess boundaries, um, yeah, it's a big
0: word yeah for sure
1: <laughs> of course if there's something I don't feel like I can actually deal with then I will refer them out to
0: hi I don't know that that kind of that type of work I mean what do you what do you really call it yeah I don't that's a hard I
1: don't know yeah. I was <laughs> when I found all these jobs um and a lot of them I was working at the same time which is just something wow. I do <laughs> um but after I graduated undergrad which was in 2015 but I, I know, started... time
0: time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, wow, 20 Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: I started looking for jobs, and I would just search, like, jobs that help people, you know, because I was mm-hmm. like, that's what I graduated in. That's what I want to do. And, of course, I also worked a lot of, like, working at bars, um, restaurants and stuff to make money, but also had this on the side because, unfortunately, the helping profession doesn't pay very much. I would do both, and... I guess I really did just look for jobs in Colorado that help people. And so it was kind mm-hmm. of what I was open. The job at the shelter I worked at, like they just opened like three months or something before I started. Yeah. They were definitely looking for people they're hiring. Um, most jobs I've had like that hire on the spot. Some well. Wow. Yeah. Not always, but yeah, I feel like they they're like, Yep, yeah, if you you got enough skills, we'll let you in. <laughs> Yeah, because you could help them, you know, with,
0: with whatever is going on with, you know, with their you know clients and their patients or what have you. Yeah, for
1: sure. The people that need the help. So I just kind of was also trying to find my um, population, which I still wouldn't say I have a population. But, you know, so I worked in a lot of different jobs to try to help. I think because it's so broad. And another thing that our th- our, this field, like, promotes is present moment and body center. So, and what does that mean, present moment and body centered? So, like, okay, one thing we learned in class um, is like, your client's going to tell you this whole story about what happened this weekend. And then after they tell you this story, you just pause them and say, How do you feel right now in your body? What are you noticing? So, it's not even about anything about what the story is. We could go into that. Well, why did you do that? Why, you know, right? But instead, it's like, How do you feel right now? How do you feel after telling me that? Um, and I noticed. This is also like mind blowing to me in my own therapy, but I would tell all these stories because I was like, I need to update my therapist. She has to know everything that's going on in my life. She has to get the full picture too, so that it's fair, not just my view. And then she would stop me and she'd be like, how do you feel right now? And then I would actually feel very shame, like a lot of shame. Mm -hmm. She stopped me and I was like, talking, talking, talking. And I'm like, wait, I'm not done yet. I have to tell you everything. And I felt kind of embarrassed. Yeah. It was just interesting. But really what she was getting at is that when we're telling a story, we're not like in our body, we're here. And a lot of people live here in our heads because it's safer than being in our bodies, like especially just from childhood. We've Mm -hmm. learned for a lot of people learned it's not safe to be in your body. Um, So for me to see that firsthand and then learn about that in school, like it's kind of like a secret, like she didn't say you know oh i can tell you're living in your head why do you do that it's a defense mechanism right um, but the way she stopped me i learned that i was like oh that's what that is
0: that's um, wild that is that. wild for sure yeah definitely interesting because you know that's it's a, i think a lot of people do tend to live in their heads and stuff and what what happens and I, what i've heard you know I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts different docs and stuff like that so I, I think you know what's what's interesting is that I do hear a lot of different um, you know podcasts and different docs and and stuff like that, and one of them Joe Dispenza he 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 talks about a lot of that emotion or that feeling because we're at, we are in our heads. Like it doesn't matter if it happened that day or if it happened, like another day or another year, what have you. That same feeling when we think about that memory because it's linked to memories. Like we will always feel that feeling that we felt like if it was happening right right then and there. And I was like, I go, what do you mean? I was like, I go, oh, that's why people say, I don't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. they don't want to relive that feeling again. So, I mean, do you experience a lot of a, a lot of that and, and how would this one maybe
1: kind of work through that? And this is like, maybe like a nod towards venting, uh, for example. Yeah, for sure. But I think that if I have an emotion, or a feeling especially linked to a memory, and I don't talk about it, I will feel those very intense, like suffocating almost feelings. Um, But the more I talk about it, it's almost like exposure therapy, like I'm getting it out. Also, there's more space, I think, from the actual feeling. That being said, and I'm not a trauma, um, I'm trauma informed, but I'm not trauma trained. Mm -hmm. That's very important to say. Yeah. Um, but I will never push a client to talk about a traumatic experience. Um, if they're ready and they want to, I'm here for it. But I do not want to rush them. And you also want to make sure they're resourced before they go into that. So to heal it, you know, you can talk as much as what's like, what's comfortable enough, what's manageable really with another person and then be seen and validated in that. And there's a lot for of sure. as well, like tools to like carry out what you wish you did. Is a win way to heal it but yeah it's it's tough and then there's some people that just don't want to heal certain things it's too much and that's okay too you just kind of meet them there
0: yeah you kind of meet them where they're at is, is, is what I'm hearing and I really like that because it's 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 hard sometimes uh you know especially from 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 my perspective especially is uh so my uh, my life is Olivo hyphen Schulte right so this is my example. I was I was married. He had passed away. Um, not a not a great way of passing away. He committed suicide. So this is now six years ago. So at first, when I was this was probably the first year, year and a half, like going out again and, and dating and meeting people and all this stuff. And I'm like, and I would introduce myself and I would say oh, the whole my whole name, Stephanie Olivo Schulte. And they're like, Oh, it's isonated, or it would they would see it on a name tag or what have you? I'm like, and they're like, Oh, you married? I'm like, no divorce, no, say something because you know people are pretty inquisitive sometimes and they don't need to be, <laughs> you know, and, and, and when you're, when you're kind of ready to go out or ready to, to do stuff and you're not really prepared and you don't have the tools to be like, to kind of like shut it down because you don't want to talk about it, you know what I mean? Or maybe not right then, or maybe not that person because, you know, uh, talk, talk, talk and talk some more is great. But if I don't want, I don't know you from really Adam and I'm not feeling that I want to have this conversation with you, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of shut it down. So at first, you know, probably this last maybe year and a half or so, it's like, I go, I'm going to just, you know, say Olivo. I'm just going to say Olivo to kind of just like nip it in the bud. Like, you know what I mean? And I think learning those little tools of like, okay, how do you want to present yourself how do you want to move forward? Like, it's not like I'm avoiding the situation, but it's like, I don't want to have that conversation every time I introduce myself, yeah. you know, and really realizing that is, is, I think it's important. I think it's important for sure. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: so sorry. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. And and also, no, thank you. Yeah. And also it's like, you get to decide how authentic you want to be. hmm well because you know you could just be like I don't know it's like my dad's last name which wouldn't be true or you just decide to reclaim your name and you can also play with it too of just like that yeah yeah
0: I think yeah I think you I literally got chills when you said that reclaim your name because that's that is that's exactly what I was doing I was I was really reclaiming my name that was that was it for sure that's amazing that's amazing So where can everybody find you and, and, and uh, and where's your location and all that stuff and all the the socials, the whole jazz,
1: and how do people get in touch with you? Uh, That's actually funny that I realized, so I only talked about therapy, but I also do photography. So um... yes,
0: you do. That is true. Yes, you do do photography. Yeah. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have to have to follow her stuff. Holy smokes. Like (laughs) I'm not going to lie. And you might be embarrassed that I'm kind of promoting you so much, but it's, it's, freaking incredible like you're very talented you're Thank a very talented you. young woman for sure 100 and how did you get into photography just like an escape or kind of thing or just like a, or this is fun I might want to try to
1: <laughs> actually so my dad was always like into cameras um, and so even when I like he worked at a camera store when I was really young so I would just use his cameras like they were not very good photos when I was that young but Um, So I felt like I was always taking photos. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm from Maryland. And then I moved out here for undergrad. And I kept going to the Fox Theater in Boulder. And I loved it so much. But I was like, how am I going to afford to go to all these shows I want to go to? And the Fox is pretty cheap. Like, basically like 20 bucks a ticket or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I was just thinking about how I wanted to get into more shows. Um, And then I also went on Jam Cruise for my first time. And my friend got me on. So we went together and then I was like, I'm totally going to take photos for bands. So, And that was kind of like always my goal, but I kind of made it happen more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, And I met some of the bands on the boat that were like, you can take photos for free of us. Um, Like the main squeeze actually helped me with that too. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And so I just started doing it. And then like around Colorado. Um, And then other bands, of course, everyone wants free photos, so they're happy to let me kind of practice. And then yeah. I got more and learned more too. Because I don't know, it's not. I don't want to say it's not hard, but it's also like not as easy as it may look. It um, um, really is not. No, for sure,
0: for sure, it's not. Especially when they're all moving around and
1: stuff and getting a great shot. Like
0: learning how to do that, it's it's it takes skill for sure. You definitely have that.
1: you definitely have that. <laughs>
0: Thank yeah, you. like, like everything, right? Practice, yeah. practice, practice some more, you know, and I think that's, that's really awesome that, you know, you have, you have that because you're just, you're so creative. You're so creative. I mean, if you you guys can't see her hair, her amazing hair right now, but, you know, <laughs> it just speaks volumes of her energy, like her energy is so good. And I think that's why I, I wanted to connect with her, you know, not only on, on socials, but also on the podcast. And then when I saw what you were doing, like you know, starting your practice and stuff like that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so amazing. Like I literally I was like, I go, Oh, that's amazing. Literally cheering you on from the from the outside. So no, and I, I wanted to have you on here, you know, to let, you know, let the people know <laughs> you so that you're you're available not only, you know, for amazing uh photography, but you know, for for helping out people because I think that's important, you know, and and it's it's tough to find I think everything is like dating. any business, any therapy, reiki, whatever whatever it is that you want to do to, I think, better yourself, it is like dating. You really have to find if this person you can connect with that you feel comfortable telling you know all the good, the bad, the ugly, all the all the stuff, you know whatever experiences, whatever stuff that's happened um, that you actually want to work through. Uh, you know and, and it's interesting because you you don't realize I think until you really start talking that things are things that if you know what I mean like I remember when I was when I was starting and stuff I didn't realize that you know abandonment was a thing for me like something that I needed to work through no clue zero clue like I was like I go that's not me that's that's not what I'm dealing with I'm dealing with the death of uh, you know my late husband and all this stuff and I'm like Oh, okay. I was like literally putting the pieces together and linking everything in and I'm like, okay, this is why this is such. Not that it wasn't a big thing already, but I think why everything else was just like it's not this, it's this. Kind of like pushing away like in the background. I'm like, that has nothing to do with it. And it really does. Yeah. It really does. It's surprising, guys. <laughs> it's really surprising. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And how long have you been doing uh, photography now? So uh, I guess like professionally since 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. And you're based out of uh, Colorado. Where in Denver or where? So I actually
1: live in Lafayette right now. In Colorado. Okay. Close to Boulder, like 20 minutes. Oh, nice. And then my therapy office is in Boulder. And I also do it online. So You do online. Okay, perfect. So they'll be able to go into your uh
0: site or th- the message you directly to to do a, either a zoom call or
1: or mm-hmm. uh, in person yeah so my website is or i guess my business name is true hue counseling um hue like colors but it also sounds like true you I um, like yeah and the is already taken so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Very cool. No, I love it. You just
0: do it. Perfect. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, first, first sessions, um, is there
1: one hour, 45 minutes, or how do you, how do you like to kind of stack them out? Um, usually I do 15 minute free phone consultation just because, you know, like you said, even <laughs> it's kind of funny. I can't really say it's like dating because that is like definitely a no, no, but, um, <laughs> it's about finding someone that you feel like you click with and. I totally understand if some people would prefer somebody from different locations or different experience or anything like right. that. Um, and so I'd much rather figure that out before they pay, you know, so that's free obviously. And then I offer referrals if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, for session, I've kind of been like debating if I'm going to make it longer, but as of now it's 50 minutes. Um, and then all sessions are 50 minutes. Okay. But, i've done intake sessions that are an hour and a half which you get a lot of information in there so i've just been thinking about doing that but i haven't yet so
0: yes yeah. so work in progress yeah like like anything you know you kind of figure out what the groove is and stuff and then also for referrals like what kind of referrals are you looking for um does it matter if they're in the in the uh den or the boulder area or, or they can be somewhere else or
1: i mean it kind of depends um you know, what the client wants or what the potential client wants. So, um, you know, for example, somebody who wants a queer therapist, I have lists of people that I know that are queer because as much as I am an ally and have rainbow hair, I'm also (laughs) part of the queer community and I totally understand someone might want someone that is. So like that's an example or just like, like for my group practice, I can take any insurance, but it's only online. And so if somebody wants, insurance but is in person then I'll have referrals for that too for example okay um, yeah so it kind of just depends on like what they want and it's a little I can't really know everybody right but no
0: of course yeah I'm just thinking of like <laughs> okay so we can use this platform if anybody wants to be a referral source for you um, to kind of you know link up with you and stuff like that to kind of help you out if you know kind of they can contact you and say hey you know I do this is this just in case
1: you need it, or what have you Um, yeah yeah Yeah. you Um, never
0: know you never know you know
1: yeah I do a lot of work with self-love um self-compassion and I've also found that a lot of my clients have ADHD so Mm -hmm. um I also do so that is I feel like honestly everybody does but (laughs) in a way just because I don't know
0: that's that's been my theory I think for like the last couple of weeks I'm realized not realizing but I'm kind of thinking I'm like I go honestly I go doesn't really everybody have a little of that yeah you know (laughs) that's just me whatever
1: (laughs) as well um and I've been working with people that have been for lack of a better way to say this of like victims of narcissistic abuse um which is falls into the self-love and like reclaiming category but it's been mm-hmm. really beautiful too um but I guess now that you said like doesn't everyone have that and now I'm just starting to realize like there's just so much that we need to do in this culture and like everyone's working and we all have perfectionism like need, For right sure. and we're just kind of trying to fit into this culture not fit in but like I guess yeah,
0: this. no, I, and I I 100% agree. I, I I call it the the box. You know, yeah. if you don't fit into the box, you know, like you're you're you know thought of like as an outcast, and it doesn't work or whatever the case may be. like I go, I don't, I've never fit into any kind of box. Like I've never done ways you know things the way that they're, quote unquote, they're supposed to be. And I think that is that is you know culturally, I, <clears throat> my opinion. Culturally, we put so much pressure on you have to be this married by this day or this by this day children by this house by this job by this retire by this i'm like i go why yeah who said who said yeah. i don't i mean i'm going to work until i die yeah you know i'm going to enjoy my life 100% but i mean i'm not going to i'm not going to work so hard and then you know wait till i'm whatever age then to start traveling no right. if i can do both at the same time like let's do it rock and roll come on <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but that's you know that's that's my opinion. But I I really don't like that, you know. And I have that also, you know, from from older generation, you know, because that's that's I always call it, you know, they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how they were taught. This is how they were raised, or what have you. So they think, okay, so I did this, this, and this by these certain times. These are the 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 markings or whatever. I don't know what how do you how do you say it? The marks. You should be able to do the same and be successful or what have you you know and if you kind of veer off of the road it's like well what are you doing how are you going to do this and this and this I'm like I don't know we'll figure it out yeah (laughs) you know I'll figure it out yeah
1: right they didn't know what they don't know but I also think that COVID you know um, kind of really just catapulted everybody into this like why am I actually doing this and what do I actually want mentality
0: percent yeah um
1: which maybe is like one of the only good things that came out of it but right um but it is good it's real like people are starting to realize I don't have to commute every day if I don't want to I can just work from home and then people aren't taking these jobs that aren't paying enough for them to commute I don't know it's a big thing oh but-
0: yeah it's a whole I, but I call it the domino effect for sure because it's it's it it's Again, I don't I don't use trigger, so it it highlights a like a pain point of like uh, you don't have to do this anymore. You can do maybe you can do this, but from home, and you know take on something else that you want to do, like do something that makes you actually happy, and and you know not work to live. I mean not not live to work, but work to live, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it's not a, a slacker mentality at all, but I see it in Europe all the time. You yeah. know, they take months off and they recharge and, and, you know, it's like, why aren't we doing that? Let's do a four day work week. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, but again, I think it comes from like this, this, if it's not inside that box, you know, how do we, how do we not, how do we get outside of that box without kind of disrupting the box, disrupt the fucking box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean. yeah exactly I don't
1: know. if enough people start to do it then we will start to like change um yeah. but right now the people that fit us into that box are benefiting right so um and I also will say that it's a privilege that I can even like work as a therapist and also a photographer and do all these like weird schedule jobs um for sure you know, yeah certainly say everyone can just do that right now like I've also worked a lot to get to this point, but still. 100%. Um, 100%. It doesn't have to be the box that we think it is, right? I feel like the box is smaller. Like we can make it think, I don't know. I'm getting a little extra right now. But-
0: no, no, no. And, and I like that you say that because it, I think it is important because it's not like, oh, you know, I'm just going to quit my job and do whatever the hell I want. Exactly. That's not what we're saying. We're saying there's ways to... He'll do what you're doing, even though okay, let's say maybe let's say on, on on one side. Okay, let's say you don't like what you're doing right now. But okay, you we know that now. So write that down and be like, okay, what is it that I really want to do? Yes. And write it down. Make a list. Make a list and be like, okay, let's try this on my spare time or on the weekend or whatever. See if I like it. If I don't like it, great. Okay, let's what else is on the list? Kind of figuring out what you're really happy with and happy doing. Yeah, you know, because it's not like you know, let's just rage out and just like you know, quit our jobs and do whatever we want to do. Like that's not what we're saying. It's like find a find a a happy place that you are still earning income, that you're still doing what you want to do, you know, or, or or even do that on the side. Like like I, w- I was always thinking about, you know, uh, people always say, "Well, what's your side hustle? What's your side hustle?" And I was like, "I go, you know what? I go, it's no side. I go, it's just a hustle." Yeah. It's, they're all side hustles, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get a little bit of this, I get a little bit of that, a little bit of this, you know, and that's okay. That's that's okay, you know. I, I, I again, changing the
1: the way that we uh, we speak to ourselves sometimes, you know. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, I did have that. Just made me think of this one client I was working with for a while. Who, her goal was to get into our, like the normal, you know, nine to five, um, kind of mentality workload because she was taking a bunch of jobs like gig jobs and I kind of was just like do you actually want that though or do you feel like and I don't really ask a lot of questions like I'm about to say but you know I was just trying to understand if that's actually what she wanted or what she believed she needed to get to Mm -hmm. and then it came out that she actually didn't want that she just thought she was supposed to correct and so like we can design the life we want But you're right. Don't go quit your job. Right. (laughs) PSA. That's not what we're saying. (laughs) But sometimes we get in this very small mindset of like, this is all there is. And that's not true. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that you said that. I love that you said that. Charlotte, thank you so very much for your time. I want to be respectful of your time. I want to say thank you. And I appreciate you hopping on here. So all of your information will be linked up to the show episode for sure. So again, tell us where we can find you.
1: Okay, so on Instagram, it's Charla Harvey Photography. It's very long, but no symbols or anything like that. Um, and then com. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much.
0: Thank you so very much. And I will see you hopefully, maybe. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please remember to rate and review and also follow us on the gram. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, also on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. See you next time. You heard about Tampa's newest all natural skincare brand? Pell Natural Skincare is cruelty, paraben, sulfate, and gluten free. It's made with plant based European ingredients sourced from all around the Mediterranean region. You can visit their website and see all the available product lines at Pell, that's P E L L E hyphen natural, N A T U R A L E dot com. And for all my listeners, I'm offering a 10% discount with code STEF10.